0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. We appreciate everybody that's tuning in. This podcast is now up on YouTube. You can find us. All you got to do is type in the Big Honker Podcast and uh, all of our episodes are up there now. So go check it out. Subscribe, hit the like and subscribe button. I bet you haven't heard that before a million times. The
1: hunting season is over. The boring days of the Waiting until September to get here. And listening to the Big Honker podcast, apparently. And we do appreciate everyone for listening. We want to thank our sponsors. First sponsor is Alpha Outdoor Specialties, which is also our newest sponsor. And they're coming out with the Stanfield Stool, which we will release by the end of the month. So it was Alpha Outdoor Specialties. They can do anything. Fabrications. They got it all. Alpha Outdoor Specialties. And we will have a lot more on Alpha Outdoor Specialties after we release the Stanfield Stool, which will be the new way to hunt in comfort in an A-frame or a pit blind.
0: No more hemorrhoids. Nope, I'm sitting on a bucket for too long. Alpha Outdoor Specialties, and then let's talk about dive bomb. It is the end of the year. The one of the major selling points of dive bomb is they are easy to pack away when the season is over. Especially if you get the bags like I've been telling you to do for the last three years. You get the bags, you put them away, clean them off, hose them off, do whatever you got to do, let them dry. Back in the bags, back in storage. For us, we just uh, we we cleaned out our trailers and uh loaded them back up so it's an easy storage solution you don't have to take up a whole grain silo like you do with those clunky ass full bodies to me that is really packing them up is kind of the best
1: thing uh in my mind and they're sitting ready to roll next year as soon as we're ready to go to hunt we could go to north dakota in august if we wanted to to hunt and we could pull a trailer up there and it's ready to go uh, they got some new products on the market. They got the uh, kickback lay-down chair. So if
0: you're looking for that, it's got armrests and a nice, uh, hell, I think it'll even give you massage if you get the deluxe version. But they got a lot of cool new products. You can check them out at divebombindustries.com. And if you're looking for an uh, easy way to uh, get away from the bulk of full bodies, Dive
1: Bomb is definitely the way to go. And our boys over at Boss. Brandon and them got it going on. Folks. All made in America. It only, it's like a train. Only takes one. You don't have to shoot them three times. Kill them. It takes one. They've had they've had product all winter. You've had to order them in the morning to get them by the time the day's out. I had a guy message me today and said, "Jeff, I'm coming to see you next November. When do I need to order my boss?" I said, "As soon as you want to do it." He said, "I ordered it. It's on the way now." It doesn't so, go bad. If you come to Big Honker Lodge, you can order your boss, have it sent directly to the lodge, pick it up when you're here. Guys from California that hunt with me, a lot of them order all their shells, have them delivered here, pick them up when they leave on a hunt because they can't get them in California without going through a bunch of. Paperwork and pain in the ass. So if you want a boss, that's the way to go. That's BossShotShells.com. Hardest workers
0: ever. I mean, to to be faced with what they have had to overcome this this uh, this waterfowl season with the supply chain and all that other bullshit, and to have inventory in stock ready to roll, my hat's off to them. They pulled it off. Uh, they're the best in the business. So that's, that's who you should spend your money with. BossShotShells.com. So more people you should spend your money with are the boys up there, Spocompton Compton, Washington, Mr. Trevor, Austin, Alex Yerges, Pacific Calls. If you want to call in a bird, they've got a call for you. Whether you're chasing lessers, honkers, specks, snows, turkeys, turkeys coming up, they're a one-stop shop. And they are incredible guys. Um, if you want some custom engravings or whatever, I'm sure they'll be more than happy to oblige you. Just drop them a message, pacificcustomcalls.com. They've also got some sweet-looking gear that they're getting ready to release, uh, hats, shirts, and stuff stuff of the like. And I've gotten more messages about this. They said, hey, I saw you were wearing a Smoke em shirt on the YouTube channel. How do I get that? Well, it's easy. You go to pacificcustomcalls.com. They just got a fresh batch up yesterday, and they're not going to last very long. So check them out, pacificcustomcalls.com, and uh, tell them the Big Honker podcast people sent you. We're also brought to you by shin gear waders, the best waders that are on the market right now. They're so comfortable. I mean, it's like you're walking on clouds. It really is. I didn't get to wear them a whole lot. I only got to wear them a couple times as a matter of fact, but the times that I did, I did not want to, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't want to come out of them. I, I, I could easily see myself dry land hunting in a, in an a frame with shin gears on. I mean, they're that comfortable. You don't know that they're on you. The boots are incredible. The fabric uh, around your your torso and your legs are impeccable. They're tough. They're resistant. And they come with a, with a guarantee that they're going to stand behind their product for as long as you stand in them. So if you spring a leak, you call the people over at Shin Gear, and they'll get you taken care of in a reasonable amount of time. It's not like other companies where you have to order two pair of waders just to have one.
1: You send them to them, they
0: fix them in a in – a, Short amount of time, they send them right back to you.
1: You're ready to rock. I haven't had one person tell me that they, and everybody we're sponsored from, people give us feedback on them. Right. I haven't had one person give feedback yet that they had problems with waiters. Not one person. And they've been sponsored for six months. It's the best. You get what you pay for in this country. We ought to know that by now. If you get on Amazon and you buy something and it's cheap, usually you're getting a cheap product. If you buy something and you pay for good quality service and it costs a little bit more, you're getting what you're paying for and Machine Gear. It's exactly what you get. Good quality product with great customer service. And that's ShinGear.com.
0: We're also brought to you by Dirty Duck Coffee. It's the way I start my morning every day out here at the Big Honker Lodge. If your coffee sucks, it's not the duck. The Missouri Boat Ride blend, the best that there is. Ever since I've had COVID, coffee has kind of had this bitter, weird taste to it. The Missouri Boat Ride, I do not get that. Little hints of sugar, and I'm out the door. Thermos is ready to rock and roll. Incredible people over there at Dirty Duck Coffee. They're always trying to find a new blend that works for everybody, but I'm telling you, if you get yourself the Missouri Boat Ride Blend, you will not be disappointed. They're going to uh, hunting shows right now. I saw, I think, they're at uh, the they're Houston, Houston Safari Club. Houston Safari Club. So if, you're, if you're in the Houston area, uh, go check them out. I'm sure they'd be delighted to shake your hand and sell you a nice bag of premium roast coffee. It's delicious. Dirty Duck Coffee, you won't be disappointed. Also, we're brought to you by Lucky Duck, maker of the best A-frame that is on the market, the Lucky Duck 2x4 Blind. It fits foregrown, man, as advertised. It's tough. It's durable. Uh, Take your hide wherever you go. Uh, They also make waterproof spinners that are the best. And I tell you, another product that we just got turned on to is their Goose Flapper. We had uh, a very tough second half of our season, but actually, the Lucky Duck Goose Flapper convinced some wary speckle bellies and honkers and some snow geese to just give it up on a dime. If you're running into that problem, maybe your geese are getting a little wary of the flag, put that goose flapper out. It does make a big difference. Um, it's remote operated. You can, uh, you can change the wing cadence just off a touch of a button. You can turn it completely off. You can turn it on. Uh, they're easy to move around. So one morning, we had them on the wrong side. Geese were finishing uh, where we didn't want them to. Picked them up, moved them, no problem at all. That is over at LuckyDuck.com, and I'm telling you, the more more tools you have in your tool chest, better off you'll be. LuckyDuck.com. Also, we're brought to you by the boys at the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast, Mr. Logan Pyatt and Rebel Heron. Great guys. Uh, If you subscribe to their Patreon account, you can get full access to all the debauchery that they have going on over there. Uh, the bourbon review is still free to everybody, but if you want to hear uh, the nitty-gritty and the good stuff, you got to pay a little bit. go to their Patreon site, uh, pay your monthly subscription, and away you go. I think you can even spend up to 20 bucks if you want to. You can get the gold elite status. Uh, but they're great guys. they have a hell of a podcast. It's fun to watch them grow um, as podcast hosts. So we hope that you would tune in the Looking Glass. Duck Club podcast. Also, we're brought to you by Gun Dog Outdoors. Take care of your four-legged critter. The quick-release system ensures that that dog is where you want it to be, and it does not take a step forward until you're ready for it to. Um, I, tell you, I, I use it every single morning. Hook it onto Lou. It's easy to use. Pull the chain, and then there he goes um, when I, whenever I'm ready to release him. It's got anchors and different hookups to where if you're hunting out of a boat or a pit blind or whatever you got, you can always set up your quick release system. Works everywhere. Also, they've got the field trauma kit, which I think every hunting bag needs, every pickup truck needs. Um, Stop bleeding, stay warm, matches. I mean, it's got it all. Um, Alex Langbell has taken his career as a first responder, and he has put it all in a little bag for you. So if something bad happens, either to your hunting buddy, your dog, you're ready to go. So check them out at Gun Dog Outdoors and at least get the Field Trauma Kit because you need it. Also, we're brought to you by Steak Plains Meats. If you've seen the price of hamburger meat at the store, you would know why so many people are starting to buy bulk. They're getting these whole uh, whole steers. They're getting these whole beefs delivered. Um, If you've got the freezer space, it's definitely worth doing. Uh, hamburger meat's getting ridiculous. All the meat is getting ridiculous right now. But if you can, if you've got the storage, I would say everybody needs to stock up, buy in bulk. You can go to Steak Plains Meats down there in Crosbyton, Texas, um, and they will deliver to you.
1: They do. They do custom order steaks. They do it all. It's just a nice old fashioned meat market. And that's what you need. And I'm telling you we just got a, we just got a whole beef here delivered at the lodge the other day. It'll get you it's gonna get us through the summertime. We got three families. We'll take turns well not take turns, we'll just get whatever we need to get out of it. Hamburger meat, yesterday I checked on price of hamburger meat, almost seven dollars a pound. Ridiculous. Yeah, I mean that's what a steak was not long ago. Yeah, and so you, you know, if, if you're on if you're on a budget, you know, take save a month's worth of money, go get your stuff, and save that meat because meat's gonna be in high demand if you're buying it off grocery stores all the time. There's plenty of cattle in Texas. Buy it local. Go to a local p- p- meat place like Steak Plains Meats. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Stanfield
0: Hunting Outfitters. If you're wanting dates for this coming waterfowl season, uh, you better get on the horn within the next couple of weeks because number one, we sell out most of our dates the year before. And what dates we do have left, uh, they're going pretty quick.
1: I've got right now the week before Christmas and the week between Christmas and New Year's, I still have some dates open. If you want any of that, you better call me pretty fast. November dates are going real quick. we got an extra week of season we're going to get probably the November 5th week, so I have some of them dates still open. But if you want dates and you want on our calendar, you need to let me know pretty damn fast. And yes, I do answer my phone. had someone ask me that again today. It's really Jeff. Yeah. Is this really you, Jeff? Yes. Uh, Nobody else is going to answer the phone around here. I don't even know how to answer it. (laughs) Too fancy. Anyways, call me or send an email, goose at west, dot net, or jstanfield68 on Instagram. Thank you so much. God bless y'all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this
0: episode of the podcast, we are joined by Tyler, the crackpot farmer up there in Canada land. He is among the trucker, the trucker convoy that is um, taking place in Ottawa right now, so uh, we talk to him. We get an accurate uh, gauge on what is actually going going on down there on the front lines uh, there in Ottawa. So um, interesting podcast. We hope you enjoy it, and uh, we hope that everybody is staying strong up there in Canada. Exactly.
1: Okay, here we go. Three, two, one, boom! And welcome to the Big Honker Podcast, brought to you by Steak Plains Meets. I'm Jeff Stanfield with the world famous Andy Shaver. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And with us today from Ottawa, Canada, on the front line, the crackpot farmer Tyler. How are you doing, Tyler?
2: I'm doing good. How about you guys?
1: Excellent. Excellent. We were chatting about the we were chatting before the
0: podcast started, and uh, you just got some fresh snow. It sounds yeah. like up there. So.
2: Six inches of fresh snow came down last night here.
1: So tell everybody in America the truth of what the hell's going on because our media is probably about like y'all's media and they want to sugarcoat shit. Bunch of yeah. proud, proud Canadians are standing up to y'all's crackpot fucking governor or, or president y'all have, right?
2: Prime Minister, yeah. But Prime yeah,
1: Minister, same. yes, sorry.
2: Okay, uh, do you want the do you want the long story or just want the recap? The
1: we, long story. You tell us the long story.
2: Okay, well you guys know this whole nonsense started a good two years ago. Um, You know, with the whole COVID thing coming along was was kind of the front for it. And we started to see government overreach like crazy. You guys, same thing down there. They just went power hungry and it just got to be crazy. People drank the Kool-Aid, went along with it and uh, played right into their hands. And and about, I think about uh, six weeks ago now, um, some people up here got the great idea that we were going to do another convoy to Ottawa. They did it in 2019 about the carbon tax, Uh, not nearly on this scale, but uh, they thought, well, that worked pretty good. Let's do it again. And, uh, it got some pretty good steam real fast and uh, here, so four-ish, four-ish weeks ago, I guess it was, um, the convoy left, uh, BC and, uh, my brother-in-law and I, uh, decided on the Sunday that we were going to leave. And so we packed up and a day later we, uh, we left Medicine Hat, Alberta, which is, uh, around where we're from. And, uh, we, uh, followed everybody here, uh, 3,700 kilometers to drive here. So just shy of 3000 miles and, uh, yeah, we've been here for, this will be our fourth weekend here. We've been uh, been here for three full weeks. or just about three full weeks here. Um, we're, we're just, we came here to to let our government know that, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of people that don't agree with what they're doing. And uh, we're here to make our voices heard because we don't seem to have any other method of, of doing that. So we all drove down here to make our voices heard. And uh, we really seem to have uh, poked the bear, so to speak. Um, and so they've been lashing back with all kinds of illegal nonsense. And actually today they're, uh, on mass they got a whole pile of police down here they're smashing windows pulling people out of their trucks made a whole bunch of arrests they're towing vehicles like wrecking them to tow them they've uh, blackmailed uh, tow truck companies and stuff to get them to come down here they forced them to do their will and uh, they're trying to break us up they've tried to starve us out which didn't work they'd arrest their leaders that didn't work they've uh, been picking at the fringes for a couple weeks here didn't work and uh, so now they're finally turning up the heat and doing a whole pile of illegal things Our government tried to invoke the Emergencies Act, which uh, hasn't been done in like 50 years, um, over a peaceful protest at Bouncy Castles. They had to invoke that to give themselves the power they felt they needed to to make this happen. And it actually hasn't even gone through all the proper legal legal channels. It's not actually uh, supposed to be happening yet, but here they are using their force. So things are really, really going down here today, uh, which is really unfortunate. But, yeah, things are really happening. We made a statement, though. I'm sure you guys have heard. Oh, yeah. has been looking to Ottawa. There's Canada flags flying all over the world. So that's um, that's the gist of it, I guess. We get into specifics more as you ask some questions. But that's that's the basic overview of what we're looking at here.
0: What I've seen today is 21 arrested, 21 towed. Is it more than that, yeah. is that or is that pretty accurate?
2: I think that's pretty accurate. We're probably watching the same uh, TV station at the moment. And we're talking to other people that are down there, too. We're trying to do our jobs of being um i guess i'm kind of a civilist uh, civilian journalist at this point by accident so we're uh, we're not down the front lines at the moment we're gonna go down when this podcast is done but um yeah at this point in time that's that's the numbers we're hearing too
0: and the leader what was the was your leader arrested today or was that a couple of days ago
2: um i think that well there was three that have been arrested so far wasn't this was just a one. woman uh, there was uh, yeah, uh Tamara. She, I think, she was arrested yesterday, and I think Mr. Barber was yesterday or the day before, and the Mr. King uh, was done this morning, I think. So at least three. I think that there is more, but they're not quite as prominent. So, yeah. Sorry, it's 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 busy in this room here. We got
1: no, no. It's 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 no problem. What do you? Uh, are the police officers most of them supportive of you guys?
2: I think that uh, deep down inside, I think they are, because uh, especially when this first got started, you walk around, talk to them, they'd smile at you, they'd nod at you. And we've actually heard reports of a few that are turning today that they they won't do what they've been asked to do once they got to the front lines. They said, no, I'm not doing this. So
1: I think that's what would happen in America. I think the police officers would be on the citizens. I don't. I, don't, I do. I don't. Well, you no. made me real ashamed to be an American. Then I do. I think our police officers would stand would with the truck some. drivers. The majority of them. I think a lot of them would call in sick so they didn't have to lose their job over not doing something. But and you know that you can't. They'd get the blue flu, is what they'd get. But yeah. I, so
2: that actually, did happen here to some extent. Uh, the Ottawa City Police Chief resigned. Um, they had a staff sergeant resign, and it's really hard for me to, to confirm this because it goes. I can't go down there and lay my eyes on the paperwork. Uh, yeah. But. Um, we, we saw a significant reduction in Ottawa City Police around here. And the, the word that we could find was that there were droves of them that refused to come into work or that resigned. And like I said, they were being asked to do unlawful things. So there are police forces here from all across the country that they brought in to make this happen because a lot of the local forces would not rise to the task.
0: So let me ask you this. What, what specifically was it? Was it the vaccine mandates? Was it uh, was it the lockdowns? Or was it just kind of everything all at once that, that led to this? Uh, where so, you find yourself?
2: So from what I understand, um, and like, uh, we're, we didn't drive a big rig here. So we weren't registered with the convoy we tackled along. It was started because of the international uh, vaccination requirements. You, if you were not vaccinated, you could not cross that U S American border. And so that was the, the gist of what it was started with. And it kind of then snowballed into all of the COVID measures and now seem to be uh, to the point that like, we didn't come here with our, our list like this, but it seems that uh, pretty much if there's corruption in any level of law enforcement or government, uh, it's being shaken right now and starting to come out. And so uh, that seems to be kind of what the list is. Like uh, if they, if it dropped all the mandates today and all the COVID stuff went away, I still don't think people would leave.
0: <laughs> right, it,
2: There's so much like you look at the way our, our prime minister is behaving. Like my toddler's better behaved than his is if I took her candy away. And uh, he, he like, Our parliament is a disaster right now. The Liberal Party is imploded. They're fighting like children in there because all the corruption, all that stuff is coming out. They're showing their true colors and and they're showing what lengths they'll go to to cover up their crap. And so now we're like, oh, okay, well, it's not just about this anymore. We're going to go after we're going to stop going after symptoms, and we're going to go after the root cause. We're going to sit here to you guys. All we got to do is sit here and smile, and they're hanging themselves.
0: Right.
1: I think that's all governments now. Yesterday, our own government here in America, all the, they had the Republican votes to vote against the mandates and all that stuff. But four of them, yep. Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney and them, didn't show up to vote, so the Democrats won because they didn't even show up to vote. I'm sick of them fuckers. I wish we'd drag every one of them old bastards out by their fucking head on both parties in America. And I'm sure y'all are the same way up there. We have let a bunch of rich fuckers decide what's going to happen in the world and fuck them bastards. Every one of them. Yep.
2: And the people say we need to drain the swamp. Well, we're starting to find out it's not just a swamp. It's a whole freaking ocean. And yes. yeah, we need to drain. drain Thing both sides. Yep. I don't really care. Who the person is There's Some people on the, on the conservative side up here, Republican, as you call it, um, uh, that are very that seem to be very trustworthy and stuff and we're like that's that's nice you're still in the system you've been indoctrinated to some point you got to go
1: yeah I'm, I'm the same way we start all over we'd be better off um what do you think the end game is with you guys how long are y'all willing to camp out because y'all in three weeks have done more to help than anything else y'all are helping in america too because people are people are starting to take notice and yep. they're talking about a convoy here in America. Well, unless you go to fucking Washington DC and you drag them fuckers out, it ain't gonna do shit here in America. But we are for yep. the Canadians. How long do you think y'all how what, what's the end game for y'all?
2: So uh, you talked to a lot of the guys here, he so said, How long you stay And They said, so, Oh, just two weeks to flatten the mandates. That's, <laughs> yeah. uh, and like now there's heavy wreckers here and they're literally they smash the guys' windows to open their door to pull them out of their trucks. Uh, there's a bit of a regrouping going on. They're moving to outside locations and we'll bring the people back in and we'll cause you know, problems in other ways. But uh, the people here are really very, very, very determined because we're seeing what's happening just by us existing here. And so the people here are really, really determined. Like I personally, I'm a farmer. I've got to go home here in April to go uh, go seeding. And even even if I don't go home at that point, I'm going to miss the birth of my second child. And like we have the support of our people at home um, to do that because we know that we're fighting for our country. And so we're, we're literally willing to hang on as long as it takes to make this happen.
0: What about hotel rooms? Are they, because are, in my mind, that would be the first thing. If I yeah. was a police, I would try to get rid of was hotel rooms. I mean, are you still, are you still able to find hotels down there as this cause I- grows?
2: Yeah, we're. Uh, there was a time actually. One of the one of the strategies they had was they bought up all the hotel rooms for the weekend. But people already made their reservations and stuff, so it was hard for people to come in. But yeah, there are still there's hotel rooms open now. They're not going after those the same way. People are staying in Airbnbs and in people's right. basements, those kind of things to whatever way to make it happen. Because uh, the weekends, of course, are when the big celebration happens and all the people are here. And that's why they're trying to move today is to try to quell what's going to happen on the weekend. But I, I think there's still going to be a whole whole pile of people come out here.
0: And so far, I mean, it's been completely peaceful on, on, on the truckers' end. I mean, it's not like you saw in America with the peaceful protest of George Floyd where fucking buildings were burning and windows were getting smashed. It's been totally exactly. peaceful. I've seen a couple snowball fights or a couple snow shovel fights, but... People throw, you know, just having a good time. But so far, it's been respectful. It's been peaceful. Yep, that's right, right.
2: Yep, that's exactly it. And that's that's how we've, uh, you know, that's how we've stirred the hornets' nets so bad is because they have nothing on us because we've done nothing but pick up our garbage, shovel the streets, and hug each other and smile and you know, listen to music, and have dance parties. That we've not wrecked anything. People say like the crime rate here has dropped ninety percent since the convoy rolled in, and. The, the locals say it is the, the cleanest place in Ottawa is where the protest is all the garbage is done all the snow shoveling is done there is no cleaner place than where we are, than where we're parked
1: and that it, what's amazing too is y'all's little weasel dick Trudeau when the black lives matter people here were burning and marching and tearing up streets and shit he was standing with them and proud of them but he won't yep. even go down and address a bunch of hard working Canadians to pay taxes and make y'all's country run. He won't even come down to address y'all or even try to ask what he can do to make things better.
2: Yep. And yeah. That's, that is really, that's uh, what's kind of what's driven us because if he'd have come down on day one or two and talk to us, I bet you we'd all be home right now, but because he didn't, you know, the longer we hold out, the bigger of a hissy fit he throws, the more, the more um, things he tries to pull in to help himself, the bigger the hole he's digging and the more rope he's stretching out to wrap around his own neck
1: well, because he wouldn't talk to us he's lucky biden's in office because they're both two fuckheads because if trump was in office right now we'd be putting sanctions on canada just like we do other countries that freeze people's money take from them and 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 put them in jail for no reason at all if y'all were if y'all were uruguay or somewhere like that the united states would be slapping uh sanctions Sanctions. on y'all right now
2: oh yeah but, but yeah, Trudeau and Mr. Biden have a, both built the same amount of backbone yeah. and the same amount of spine, and they're both pulled by the same puppet masters, so it's kind of predictable what's happening.
0: Now, the headline that I saw today is that children are being removed from the front lines by Ottawa police. Is there any, is there any truth to that?
2: Well, I am not uh, omnipresent, and I can't fly, so I can't see the entire front line, but I've seen videos of kids who are at the front line. There are kids who are here, definitely. From what I understand, they are not being forced to be there. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, they're like, this is what we need to do to protect our democracy. There's a lot of immigrants here, like Polish populations, that kind of thing, who've seen this before, and uh, so I'm sure that there probably have been some kids removed from the front line because they're up there because their parents are trying to show them what what needs to be done. But like when they're saying that human, the kids are being held out in front as human shields, that's a load of crap.
0: Right, they're just up there participating in in their. For us, it would be the First Amendment, but um, just participating in their freedom of speech.
2: Yep, and it's a totally peaceful protest, but it is a a nasty roundup.
0: Um, The the article that I read suggested that the police, they're going to come in with big crackdowns tonight, so they're getting the kids out of the way for, I guess, a threat of stronger forces by the police force. I don't know. So, I mean, that's just, you're going to have to wait and see, I guess, what happens tonight.
2: I don't know what stronger forces are going to be and at this pace, they'll have probably most of this downtown area here cleared out anyways. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the trucks have left in the process of being relocated and um, I had another point here. I'm trying to remember what the heck it was. Yeah. Like a lot of the trucks have been removed. And uh, I don't think there's going to be a whole lot more uh, forces they could bring in. Like, there's hundreds and hundreds of them. They've got their ride gear on, the helmets and everything. There's uh, there's We actually have horses because that's the thing here. So there's actually a, some mounted units here which are uh, being used for crowd control and stuff. So I don't know what more forces they could bring out or how much more aggressive they could get.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. In America, I don't know about Canada, but in America, if you took our truckers and you had to take any police force in the country and they had to go take on our truckers, I don't think they want to do that. Yeah, I, I think would. there's a whole lot more truckers and people on the trucker side because it's not people aren't against the police. It's against fucking Trudeau and the fucking parliament. That's the problem. Yep. It's not an yep. anti cop deal at all. And a lot of them exactly. cops don't want no part of it because they're on you guys side because they're one of y'all. They're sick of this shit.
2: Yeah. Some of them, I think you're going to have trouble sleeping for quite a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they don't want no part of that shit because they agree with you. I mean, that would be like me fighting against my own beliefs just because my job was that way. It'd be hard to do that. I mean, it would be. Everybody in the world is sick of fucking politicians. We all are. And this is the, the, it's fixing to pop in the whole country or or the whole world. All countries are getting sick and tired of this shit. Oh yeah. I mean.
2: And for Canada to be the one who stands up and gets things started, like how pissed off a bunch of Canadians got to be to drive 3000 miles across (laughs) their own country in the middle of freaking January at minus 30 to go and camp out in front of their parliament and say, Hey, listen,
1: has any politicians come down and talk to y'all at all?
2: Yeah, so I'm not sure how familiar you are with our political structure. So our, our members of parliament, MPs, they're elected officials that elect, uh, uh, they represent certain regions in every province. Uh, they actually have to go through us to get to their work every day. And so some of the, uh, especially the, the right-leaning side leaning ones, they will walk and they will talk to people when they go to work every day. Um, so they all have to pass through us to some extent. Um, but there, there have been some right off the bat that came down and took pictures with us and talked with everybody. Um, and tried to engage whether it was like trying to talk us in talk us down or just to find out what we were doing. There have definitely been some come down, but there are a lot, especially on the the democratic or the liberal side up here that they they avoid us as much as they possibly can. They think that we're terrorists and
1: and all of that I did y'all I do like y'all's political system where Trudeau had to speak the other day and that lady chewed on his ass <laughs> <The> <laughs> what is what is that? I, I, it's like the Speaker of the uh, House, but he had to talk in Parliament
0: yep. But how does yeah, he get he, his ass chewed out? Because we need that in America. How how can well, we? Our that-
1: president is not president. He don't fucking know if he's in his pants or eating Fruit Loops. Their president is a little fucking son of a commie dictator from fucking Cuba. Everybody knows he's a love child. And he had to speak on the floor, and this lady chewed on his fucking ass. And then he made a yep. comment about German swastikas to a Jewish lady, right?
2: Yep, yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. what our prime minister. Yes, is. uh his main forte is name calling.
1: Yeah. You know why he does that shit? Because nobody has drug him out and slapped the fuck out of him. And if he was a real dude in real life, he'd have the shit beat out of him. He'd only do that one more time.
2: Exactly. Yep. But uh, unfortunately, he's uh, quite a bit of a spoiled person. He's only ever been uh, had to do you know, nice, easy jobs, never had to really interact with working people or understand how working people function. He doesn't know how the real world works.
1: Just like our politicians in Washington, D.C. Except- Here,
0: Here's something that just... So, Canada condemns Cuba's harsh sentencing following the July 2021 protest, strongly advocates for freedom of expression and the right for peaceful assembly free from intimidation. We stand the with same, the people of Cuba.
2: On the same day that they roll out as many police as they can possibly find to smash windows and drag people out of their trucks and then wreck their property while moving it. Jeez. Yep. Same government.
1: His, his his real dad had a lot more balls than he did, though. I'll give him that. Yep you know Trudeau's Castro love child is he yeah everybody knows that shit his I mom we went were, da- his mom went down there and got banged by fucking uh Castro, Castro.
2: yeah I, I was down in Cuba here a few years ago my wife's fluent in Spanish so like uh, if you if you're fluent in Spanish you can talk to the people who aren't groomed to be the the tourist interactors you can actually talk to the real people if you can speak the language right and like we all know that that Trudeau is Castro's son we know it they said it's fact Margaret came down here and spent all their, her time with Castro <laughs> They said, that's fact. So, I mean, it doesn't make any difference. Right. You know, he's still the person that he is. But yeah, even in Cuba, they know it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a known fact. And she got gangbanged by the Rolling Stones. Oh, goodness, Jeff. Now we're just... Well, Keith just Richard banged her. We know that, too. It's well, a hell of a mean, story. She's a gang bang. She was a lot of fun. She was a good-looking lady, too.
0: Huh. Um. So, do you... I just... If it's been a month now, I can't... Uh, how much longer do you think that the Canadian government is willing to fight this fight?
2: I don't know. I mean, they, 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 they just uh, – yeah, tyranny knows no bounds. That's my thats my brother-in-law, Jordan. He's standing here. That's yeah. my assistant. He keeps me functioning. Um, I, I don't know how long, because I think this is probably the biggest force that they can really muster without bringing in the military, which has already refused to touch this. Um And now I think what they've done is instead of us having, you know, all being locked in a little place, they're going to push us to the outskirts of town. And now they're going to have a mobile problem to deal with. It will pop up somewhere all the time. Um, And the thing is too, even if they do manage to completely squash anything here in our capital, Ottawa, um, it's all across our entire province. You know, we saw all the borders that went down and we still have um, daily or weekly parades around our legislative buildings in each province. Um, And people are just, they're, they're, they're not listening anymore they're, they're not listening anymore. They're like, you know, my hometown, half people are masking. The businesses aren't enforcing it anymore. People are, they're fed up with it and they're starting to see the true colors and they're, they're just not listening as a whole country. We're just starting to not listen anymore.
0: Do you know what they're arresting? The, like what are the charges that they're bringing on these people that they uh, are arresting? Is it domestic terrorism? Is it uh, unwillingness to cooperate?
2: I think it's just mischief. And uh, if it, it's anything like uh, what happened here a couple of weeks ago when they raided one of our bases. They're probably going to load them all up, scare a whole bunch of people, drive them a couple blocks around the corner, kick them out and say, get out of here. Right. Um, but I imagine there are going to be some charges stick. But a lot of the people, the protesters getting arrested on the front lines, if they aren't the operator of one of the vehicles or not occupying the vehicle at that time, uh, it's because they're you know yelling in the cop's face, being unruly, unruly, being nasty and stuff. And so they're getting removed from the situation. They, they may not even be charged. It's hard to say there's a whole lot of legal protocols not being followed around here.
1: I think that's pretty much normal everywhere. You know, you said in the small town, y'all small town, they're not doing any of the mandates anymore. And I think that's the way it is all over America. You get outside of the the cities, urban I mean, area. you know how the urban areas, ain't nobody wearing a fucking mask. And, you know, yep. we don't even have a, ma- a vaccine mandate like y'all do. But yep. there, there's nobody doing any of that shit anymore. People have had enough. And then when you watch the Super Bowl or something, or you see yeah. all the politicians get together, they ain't a fucker wearing a mask anywhere.
2: Then you see the whole freaking building, there's no masks anywhere mm-hmm. too. Like yeah. So the rules be, but not for me.
1: I didn't see Trudeau wearing a mask when he was getting his ass chewed out on the fucking floor and looking like a dumbass.
2: O- only when he sits down. When he's standing up speaking, he doesn't have to, but as soon as he's not speaking, he has to put it back on because that's that that's logic.
1: Yeah, you know them fucking <laughs> air particles when you're sitting down are different than the ones when you stand up.
2: It's how it works in a restaurant too. When you're walking to your table it's dangerous, but as soon as you sit down
1: you're safe yeah that's that's absolutely crazy so the majority of the canadian citizens are behind y'all i'm assuming y'all have got 20 percent maybe of the people that are liberals that are buying into this that think y'all are just bad
2: i i am not sure what exactly the numbers are and of course polls are only a guess right right but um, i'm going from what i'm seeing is on the comments and stuff on my videos yeah there's a very serious portion of people still like you no, know, probably in that thirty twenty 20 to 30 percent range that have drunk an awful lot of kool-aid and they think that we are all bonkers, and they have, they think that we're gonna you know if we remove the mass mandates, the vax passports, that the entire population is gonna be dead in a couple months. Um, but I think the vast, I'm gonna I'm gonna hazard a guess to say like 30 to 40 percent of the population wholeheartedly agrees with what we're after, and then there's gonna be some that are kind of gray zone in the middle that you know they like their freedoms back, but they maybe don't believe the whole you know globalist agenda, all that kind of stuff.
0: I saw something a couple days ago. Canada, what what did they what mandates did they remove? Something on Valentine's Day, they got rid of something. Is that where can- Americans can maybe go up there?
2: Um, a lot of what's been dropped so far is all provincial. As far as I know, the federal government hasn't really budged on anything. Okay. So as far as I, it's just the provinces, because each province has their own rules in terms of what you can and can do inside the province and that. So like Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Quebec, and I think Ontario have all made serious steps to either dropping things entirely or rapidly accelerating what they're doing. I think B.C. is the only province that's going bonkers and going the other way at the moment. Um, So things have definitely happened. And remember, it's not because of the truckers. It was just the science has changed. Irrelevant. It has 18 wheels, but the science changed. So, yeah, things have definitely been moving. Not as fast as we want, but there have been some changes.
1: Now, can I go to Alberta or Saskatchewan and go waterfowl hunting now? Can I cross the border without a vaccine or does the federal government control the border? That's what I'm asking, though.
2: I don't actually know the specific answer to that question because, okay. uh, oh, Jordan, you know it? Uh, so, this,
0: this is Jordan, by the way. Hey, dude. You you? Nice, hey, just, yeah. nice to see you, you bud.
3: Dude, uh, So, our cross-border, that is federal. So, that is part of the reason that everybody is here. It's straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. So, you will still need to be vaccinated to cross the federal border to get into Canada. That makes that, So really that no, nothing has then. changed much then. It was more
0: lip service than anything from the provinces.
3: Well the, well, the provinces, because it's a federal border, not provincial, they can't do anything about it. Right. So same, same with you guys. Biden controls the borders, but not the states, right?
1: Yeah, Texas is basically trying to shut down our southern border, but the federal government's fighting us. You know, we want everything else fucking secure in Ukraine, but by God, we want our southern border open. And yeah, so, exactly. You know, they can't get the the CIA can't sell their fucking uh, fentanyl if they're if the border shut down. So that's what that's all about. But that's what I was wondering, because we keep hearing that Alberta and Saskatchewan's open. Well, being selfish and being in the waterfowl business, we're like, well, we can drive up there now without a vaccine. But the federal government does control that. Yeah, the yeah RC, they do. OK, that's what I figured was going on there. That was once you
2: cross than inside the province as things are different but yeah, yeah. um I, I miss you waterfowl hunters i'm a farmer in rural alberta so you guys come up and uh it's pretty cool to watch you guys work so hopefully you can come up soon i miss you guys
3: yeah, well, yeah say, so you guys when the uh, mandates drop yeah give us a call you know
1: <laughs> you you re- this we are the largest waterfowl podcast in the world and you've just opened yourself up to a hundred thousand people now
3: <laughs> yeah, you'll be
1: you'll be all
3: right um well, economy has been tanked so we need a uh, hundred thousand waterfowlers or oh. so well, i actually I, go ahead i have a
2: friend who's uh from texas actually who comes up and has our area very well mapped out i have a really good working relationship with him for waterfowl hunting so if people contact me i'm just going to send them to him
1: <laughs> so y'all uh but y'all noticed a big difference the last two years in your economy without the hunters from out of from america coming up there then
2: um we didn't well well without anybody right well, yeah without anybody but um in that specific aspect, it's been really weird this year because we had a massive, massive drought. So there was no standing water this year. There was very little grain to be had. There was very few birds to start with. So, like, um, our hunters were able to uh, to pull some loopholes. Uh, they themselves were able to come up, even though they weren't jabbed, but all their clients had to be. And so they were still able to do business, but there simply wasn't enough uh, animals to go around to really make a good season of it.
3: Yeah. And without Americans, our guiding industry has been hit hard. Yeah. yeah. They struggle really, really hard.
0: Yeah, so, whenever, whenever this first started, you know, we were just just talking to so many people, and like f- for I guess two years now, I guess Americans were allowed up there this last year, but they had to be vaccinated. But the year before that, no Americans. The border was completely shut down, and we talked to people that had just you know bought outfitters up there, bought zones, and they're like, I don't know what we're gonna do. We've got hundred grand sunk into this lodge and the the zones, and
2: we
1: got um, k-
0: kitchen um, staff, and I can't get anybody up there.
2: Yep, exactly. exactly.
1: Can you imagine it just blows my mind to think that in the in 3 years time we went from people that could work and could you could count on things 5 years down the road plan and make a living to our own government shutting us out of making a living. And it hasn't affected us here at all, hardly. I mean, none at all. Our business is as good as it's ever been. But especially the guys in Canada, that just blows my mind. And, and the fishing industry is bigger than the hunting industry in Canada. And all them people that go up there to go fishing, and they just they just didn't want their money at all. And that just that blows my mind that you would want your people to starve just so you can control yeah.
2: them. Yeah. Yep. Well, we're even seeing that here in Ottawa. The people, the local, some of the locals, especially local government, not necessarily the locals specifically. But they're like, oh, my goodness, these protesters are causing businesses to be closed. And like, so you're worried about the last two weeks, but about the last two years. <laughs> yeah. Businesses that dare to open, like um, you may have seen that, I think it was a Twitter post from uh, uh, the Tim Hortons that's actually in the building that we might be in right now. Um, they're like, we love the truckers. They mop the floors. They clean the bathrooms. They pick up the garbage. We love them.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's exactly right. There's an old saying that Stalin went to a bunch of people, and he, there was a chicken walking around, and he grabbed the chicken, and he pulled all its feathers out, and it was bleeding everywhere. And it was walking around, and he threw some corn on the ground, and it came up to him to eat. And he said, no matter how bad you treat someone, if you feed them, you can control them. And there's a lot of truth to that. Yep,
2: there is definitely. And that's, they know, the Serb thing here, the, the government uh, – you know, the, the guaranteed minimum income pretty much, as long as people were receiving that, they would do whatever it was that they were told to do because they thought the government had their best interests in mind.
1: Now, y'all y'all don't have the gun rights that we have. And so. And unfortunately. Do what?
3: I said, unfortunately not.
1: That, that's right. And that makes a big difference in America because we can, we can, it, it it's a, it's, it gives us a little bit of leverage that y'all don't have. So they've taken y'all's pistols and stuff away from y'all, what, 20, 30 years ago?
3: No. So, I mean, the difference between Canada and the U.S., you guys have constitutional rights. Right. Privileges. Gotcha. So, yeah. So we have the privilege of owning vehicles. We have the privilege of owning firearms. Now, when it comes to handguns, uh, they're restricted, but you can still own them. There's just, it is a pain in the ass. Uh, you can only take them to the range and yeah, limited transportation, yeah. a whole so,
2: pile of, of bureaucratic,
3: bureaucratic nonsense. Yeah.
1: So like if we had a truckers convoy in America, every truck would have a pistol in it probably.
3: Yeah, Yeah. And, and better not in Canada.
1: Yeah. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. So they're not pulling off guns and stuff. What other, do, do y'all have the right to assemble like we do?
3: We have, theoretically, we have the right to peaceful assembly. What's it, what's happening now makes us really question that right. Well, yeah. yeah. uh, the last years has made everybody question our rights. We have a charter of rights and we have a bill of rights, and Trudeau and his party have overrun that. So,
1: y'all, I haven't seen one Target store get looted or burned up up there yet.
0: No TVs are getting stolen. stolen
1: nothing. Not everybody's walking around with flat screens and shit. In America, we do that, and that's it's. And our our Democrats all praise them. You know what what, I've really been embarrassed that our Republican politicians haven't stood with you guys and made a a big statement that they that they support you. Because if Trump was in office, they would because they were scared of him. And and so they don't do nothing. But my hat's off to you and I stand with y'all. And what do you think? I I think Trudeau is gone by summertime.
2: I, I don't know about summertime, but I think like on the global stage, he has he's made an absolute disgrace of himself. And, uh, like, three MPs, so three members of his his caucus, have defected. And there's rumors, of course, that more feel the same way but don't quite have the balls to do it. So, like, his own party is imploding. And uh, I, the whole country, or most of the country, hates him. And all, everybody on the global stage is laughing at him. So, yeah, I, I think he's he's finished. It's just a
3: matter of when.
1: The two biggest yeah. spineless fuckers running the countries are back-to-back, Canada and the United States right now.
3: Yep. Well, and once again, you know, you guys... Your media will be you know, the biggest help to us, right?
1: We so, don't trust our media no more.
3: No, but I mean, you right now, this podcast, oh, right? Oh, now, yes, right, yeah. Um, you, you guys are what's going to get this out to the rest of the world because you know we're doing our best we can, but it's tough.
0: So you mentioned, uh, you know, you have privileges, not rights. Um, when when was Trudeau's last election? When was he elected in?
3: Uh, this past fall, we had another election.
0: How often do you guys have those up there? Is it four years, like in America?
3: Supposed to be four years, but then, uh,
2: but then uh, he called an election actually earlier. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so he he keeps calling elections, and he doesn't. He's not limited to two terms either. He can keep going until he stops getting
0: elected. So why did he call an election?
3: Uh, because he has a minority government. And he was aiming for a majority. Mm-hmm. So he figured he would get his majority. And once again, he ended up with a minority.
2: He spent 300 and some million dollars, I think it was, and all the yeah. time and all the propaganda. And they got one extra seat. That was all that happened. Yeah.
0: So he can just he can just call an election whenever he wants. Hey, we're having an election yep. this yes. fall.
1: Didn't it, yep. Wow. Can't they recall him, though? I saw a deal today that the parliament could overthrow him. Is that true?
3: I'm not sure on the entire. like you guys have an impeachment process. We have a way of doing a non-confidence vote, but that is done through parliament that the people can't call for it. I mean, we can petition for it, but we can't do anything about it. That has to be done in parliament.
1: I wonder if these governments realize that, and, 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 and like the white house, I was in the white house 24 months ago, almost exactly 24 months ago and it was still the same way it was for 50 years. Now they've built all these big fences and these tall fences and shit because if the people in this country want to overthrow a government, it wouldn't be real hard for 100,000 people to stream into a place like that and to do that. And yep, yep. and I don't think sometimes these guys start thinking they're more powerful than they really are because you're all you are is a voice of the people. And they in yep. both governments have lost the voice of the people from from your parliament to our senators to everybody. And that, 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 I think Trudeau's on a lot thinner ice than Biden is. Biden has got the media that's covering for him still, and I think he's in big, big trouble also. But I think I don't. I don't think Trudeau makes summer. I really don't.
2: I hope not. I really do. Yeah. But yeah, our the media, sooner the better, right? But yeah, our yeah. media is still trying to desperately prop it up. But like they've been spinning this whole thing like crazy, and they've been you know through little ground up um, media people like us. They've been losing their credibility because they to try to spin a story, but then they get counter. Like there's so many cameras out there, it would make your head spin, because people don't trust the media. And so they're losing their credibility really fast. And so I think if if our left leaning, corrupted government officials don't have a media to support them, there's not, not a whole lot of voice for them anymore.
1: I saw him take a lady today in Ottawa to jail, and she wasn't doing anything wrong except reporting what was going on. Yep. And someone yep. filmed her, and the police officer was very polite to her. He was doing his job, but he arrested her. And I'm thinking to myself that that's going to be seen in a hundred different old ladies' houses today that are on the, the on Trudeau side that are going to be like, you know, what they arrested that lady and she didn't do anything wrong. And every time yep. that happens, if if you guys will stick to this, and if it takes y'all till April or May, you're going to get a lot done because every day you, they're starting to lose a percentage of people on the other side that are for them.
3: Yep. yep, exactly.
1: Do you uh, know of anybody that has had their bank account
0: frozen or, or any of that? Because I've heard that's kind of going to be the next step in this.
2: Um, so I personally, like, I don't know anybody firsthand, but um, the friend of the, uh, the gentleman we're staying with, he showed me evidence on his phone that their account was frozen. We talked to a couple of guys a couple of days ago that knew like they had friends who were trying to send money. Their accounts were frozen. So it's definitely happened. Uh, Me personally, uh, the farm that I am a a part of and a part owner of uh, was called last night and directly threatened to freeze our accounts and seize a truck and get me arrested if we didn't move our truck. Um, So we we did move our truck last night, which is actually pretty fortuitous because it changes our situation today. But there have been a lot of threats about it, and we actually have seen some evidence of it, which is just.
3: That's crazy.
1: You you take a man's money and you're really fired. That ice got a lot thinner a lot faster.
3: Yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, you know, I I have a friend in Canada and he's been taking money out of his account every day and he has he's not involved on any of this, but he's been sucking money out of his account every day and he said other guys that work with him are doing the same thing.
0: Yep. 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 I mean it's just scary to think that if they would go so far as to freeze your money and the way that you would pay for just goods and services what would they not, what link would they not go to to stop you guys?
3: Well, and that's, that's what we're asking. So what, how much further will they go if it's not a peaceful protest?
0: Yeah. Right. The second- I mean, there are, they've already shown by doing this that they're willing to starve
1: you out. The, the Secretary yep. of Commerce I I don't know what y'all call her I guess she come out and said that anybody that was a Trump supporter they were going to freeze their deals why would an American president have anything to do with what's going on in Canada an ex-american president I can't imagine us in America saying if you if you if you sponsor Trudeau we're gonna freeze your bank accounts right it's the same thing it's stupid
3: yep so there's
1: yeah there's but they're scared to death of this movement that's happening right now
3: oh, yeah
0: so, and you guys are uh, you're right there on the front line. So, um, as soon as we get off here, you said you're going you're going to make your way down to the front lines. And what have you got? Uh, what have you got planned for today and then this weekend?
2: We uh, we've got uh, now a friend here with uh, an actual legitimate camera. We uh, talked to some more friends. We have got ourselves some press passes, so we're going to go down and try and get uh, some good firsthand information, get some good footage and stuff, and probably come back here and keep trying to spread it around and make sure we get the truth pumped out all over the country with uh, without getting ourselves arrested, of course, because it's hard to do our job if we're in, in jail. So yeah. we're, we're just going to try and keep getting the truth out for as long as we have to.
1: Where where does Trudeau live at? Does he live in Ottawa? He's
2: supposed to, but uh, he has many places he hides out, and whenever there's trouble comes, he tries to be as far away as possible. So he's probably surfing right now. Knowing him.
0: <laughs> what a pussy. I did see that. Did they just barricade uh, Parliament? Did they just put fences and stuff around it?
2: Yeah, yeah, they added they added two layers. If they put a like an eight foot high uh, construction fence around it yesterday, all the all the government buildings got eight foot high construction fences yesterday, and then they added another barrier in behind that as well in a lot of places. So yeah, they they put made sure that there's fences around everything. They made sure they they knew let us know they were really scared.
1: That that is that does show they're scared though. When you're worried about keeping the people out that own that building, and that's the people's building, then you got some serious freaking issues. I yep. don't you know. Our politicians, they don't want to be disrupted in their, their their glamour life. And if we come to this in America, I hope to hell we go to every member of every senator and representative and barricade around their fucking house and cause them uphill. Especially the guy ones, because if you can get that guy's wife bitching at him, there ain't nothing worse than listening to your wife bitch at you.
2: Yep, perfect. Exactly. I think you guys have the tenacity and the numbers to make it happen, too. Where, like, you know, we're, us Canadians are pretty peaceful people. We bump into each other on the protest and we're still saying sorry. Like, uh, <laughs> You guys down there, you get a little more pissed off and a little more aggressive. And I, I think it, uh, you know, you're going to watch what happens up here. you still be peaceful, I hope, but um, you, there's a lot more potential for things to happen down there with you guys. So,
0: so. what is it like down there? So, walk, I've seen pictures, but it's just trucks from, from just stretched out.
2: Um, and- so when we rolled in here, I think the, the convoy is rumored to be like 200 and some kilometers long, a large portion of which has gone home. They only let a very, very small portion, like 5% of them actually get in here to downtown Ottawa, which is where our, our government buildings are. Right. And there's only roads on one side of our government buildings. So there's the main street that runs in front of all the buildings was plugged full of trucks this morning and has been for most of the past three weeks. Some had to leave, so, you know, we shuffle trucks in from here, there and everywhere. And then some of the side streets um, off of that one were also full. So we didn't take up, really, we didn't take up that big of a place. Um, a lot of the residential streets were still left open, one lane of traffic in a lot of places. We didn't plug uh, where the, the bus lines run and where the uh, the underground train goes. Uh, so we didn't actually create that big of a disturbance to the, the people. We were mostly just plugging up where all the government buildings and offices are. Um, but then, there, of course, there's a lot of people that are living in hotels and stuff, and their vehicles are on the outside, and we have lots of bases where vehicles are stationed outside of this area.
0: Right and then um are you guys able to get gas now or has or are they still uh trying to freeze you out from getting fuel
2: so like i said today things are really in flux with all the police being here but when they when they put that little thing into place where it was going to be illegal to haul fuel up the hill uh it slowed down about 50 percent of our our capacity for one day and then since then we've been probably 95 percent they pretty much after the first day they just kind of looked the other way and tried to ignore. They tried to take, you know, the odd person's Jerry can. But then when you get surrounded by 50 people with cameras asking you questions, they uh, they backed off real quick. And so, and then there was the joke, of course. People carrying em- there's an army right. carrying empty carry cans up the hill. You guys probably saw all yeah, that. Yes. Up until today, getting fuel up the hill, the worst part of it was trying to was making sure you had the logistics to buy it, test it, haul it, and get it to where it needed to go.
1: If truckers would just stop for five days and not take a load, no trucker anywhere. I'm talking about the guy delivering bread everything they you you'd get a ton of shit done because the person sitting at home right now that's eating bonbons and watching a big screen TV and not doing shit they don't think about it but when they call that Grubhub or Uber Eats or they go to eat somewhere and there ain't no fucking food after about 5 days they're going to be on you all side real fast
2: oh yeah but uh, of course it's really hard to coordinate that movement right
1: but, but real if productive. that if that ever happens in 5 days shit in the big cities will switch real fast
2: Yep, definitely.
1: Have you noticed yep. this growing?
0: Um, I mean, how did you what, – what What? was your first video that kind of went viral, for lack of a better term?
2: Um, I don't actually know. I think uh, – well, there's two things that happened. One, I was doing factual reports, and they started to get shared around pretty quick. And then when things started to really heat up here, Um, you know, lots of pressure, lots of rumors and stuff. And I was able to to squash them. I kind of just, I think it got popular slowly. Mm -hmm. And then we had uh, Viva Fry. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. He's a a lawyer from Montreal that was doing live streams down to like four hour long live streams with like 20 or 30,000 people watching. He stumbled into our trailer effectively the one day and uh, we kind of took off from there.
0: Very good. Well, listen guys, y'all be safe up there. Um, I don't, I don't know what, uh, what trick they've got up their sleeve, but you know, be safe up there. Mind your P's and Q's. It sounds like you guys are doing everything by the letter of the law. So, I mean, really, unless it's more government overreach, there, there's there's no sense in them uh, targeting you guys. But, I mean, it just I – mean, there, there's no telling what they're willing to do to make this go away. So, they're desperate. stay safe.
1: They're, they're desperate because the deep state, which is the global elite, are worried because all their shit's coming out and they're going to do anything. I mean, we're we're trying to start a, a war in uh, between Russia and Ukraine to cover up all the Ukraine bullshit. That's what that's oh, yeah. about. It ain't got a damn thing to do with Russia and Ukraine. It's got to do with Joe Biden and the, the deep state and all that shit with that president over there. Anyways, yeah. if we can do anything to help you guys, you got my message, you message us, you cell phone us, anything we can to help you guys, we stand with you. And if there's anything we can do down here in America, you please let us know.
3: Sounds good, yeah. I appreciate it, and just spread the word. Keep it peaceful, because that pisses them off more than that either. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think you're right.
1: God, That's exactly right. God bless you guys, and y'all be safe, and have a good weekend, okay? Be safe. Thank you. Right, thank you. Bye. Interesting gentlemen. Yeah. Very proud of them. Their little town's got to be proud of them.
0: He can go till the first week of April. That's
1: yep. six weeks from now. Yep, and I I, I don't think Trudeau's going to last that long. He looked awful desperate on the floor of parliament. I mean really desperate because he was speaking and he was getting drowned out by the people in the background. Booing and them. yeah, when you start getting when people start speaking out against you, you're in trouble. Just like Hillary Clinton, she did that speech yesterday. Why the hell anybody in the Democrat party think they need her doing anything. It's amazing. And she She's was running this year. Yeah, and she was getting lock her up chance at a democratic deal yesterday. Really? Yes. People are done with them. They, the, the the deep state has is deeped out. I think. I think they finally have met their match, and I think Trump exposed what was really going on that we didn't know about. We had ideas, but I really think that a lot of it's come out in the open now, and that's why we're fighting in Ukraine.
3: That's to what. Or, or, the, or cycle? we're not fighting.
1: We're trying to. We're wanting to to get a war going over there because if Russia takes over Ukraine, that president is out, and then he would be able to be indicted and talked to.
0: So everybody that shared that uh, Canada is now open or whatever Valentine's Day, that's not at all the the case.
1: I guess not. That's why I, did, I didn't know. But that, that, I, was, I thought that was what was going to be happening there. Do you have the camera on that? No. You need to put it on there. I, we just had
0: a Skype guest.
1: So you can't put it on there?
0: Might have to change all the inputs okay. and stuff. The way our slow-ass internet works. Probably not going to work anyway.
1: Is this the one you're talking yes. about? Yes. No, well, they didn't show it all. He's such a little twat weasel anyways. This is it. He looks Cuban. Yeah, it's because he is.
0: I don't want to hear you talk, lady.
1: Well, it's not going to show the whole deal. The deal I saw was just him talking, and he was right, going back a little bit. Go back a little bit. No, wait. You was the wrong way. I went back, Jeff. No, where you were at, I meant go back just a little bit. But are not. If weapons start flowing in from right there. When he talks about the swastikas and shit. Uh, she's going to be talking the whole time. I don't need you know, to hear this. Yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about it. I can
0: understand her.
1: Um, Anyways. those
0: gas on the fire. Yeah, he,
1: he's just, he's losing, he, he's lost it. I've I mean, never
0: really looked at him, but he does look, he looks fucking Canadian. That's
1: because his... Canadian, you mean Cuban? I mean Cuban, I'm His sorry. dad is fucking Castro. Who does he say his dad is? Um, Trudeau, That his dad, was the prime minister. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I don't know anything about uh, Canadian politics. Walks out. Fuck Hills, Alberta. So I wonder who that Ruth Bader of Canada is. The Ruth Bader? Yeah, that lady that's, like, running this thing. Her. Oh. Or is that a a a dude? Oh, that's a guy. guy. It doesn't show him walk out.
1: You think the you meant Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House? No, I meant
0: it looks like fucking Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, well, he does.
1: Hmm. I don't know. Anyways, uh, they got
0: a lot of problems over there. Who would have thought? And I don't mean this tacky to my. Then you might as well not say to it because you're going to kill the Ross. Here he goes. But who would have thought that it would be Canada? A, a peaceful, very friendly country. Um, you, I don't believe they've ever had a civil war. I could be
1: wrong. I, mean, I don't know anything about Canadian history, but you're gonna you're, you poke a bear in the eye long enough, and somebody's finally gonna stand up and beat your ass with that stick.
0: I mean, that's kind of that'd be like Sweden getting you know overthrowing there. So now
1: we're gonna take a, you're gonna piss off two people in two no, countries. No, no,
0: no, I'm just saying that they've always been this relatively peaceful place. You mean Switzerland, Switzerland, and Canada. They've always been this yeah, so relatively now three
1: countries. You said Sweden, Switzerland, and Canada. Switzerland uh, is the, the Swedes. The, the Swiss are the ones that the stay out of everything.
0: Yeah. All these places are relatively... (laughs) You know there's
1: a difference between Sweden and Switzerland. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Okay.
0: Um, It's been a relatively peaceful country for all these years. Um, And then they're the ones that are... Standing up. Standing up and doing this. I didn't think it would be Canada.
1: I mean, (laughs) Australia...
0: You know they're a little they're
1: they're. have lost their fucking mind down there.
0: They're a country of fucking criminals, so I figured it'd be
1: them. <laughs> now honestly. it's four countries. Let's go for five. What <laughs> other country can you piss off? Some people we have people from all over the world listen to us. I
0: understand. So who are you gonna piss Do off? Do you now? think Australia doesn't know that they're a country full of, of criminals?
1: That's where they were founded. They don't all count count. They're not all criminals now. They're, I didn't say you, that they were. Who was taking care of the criminals down there?
0: Uh, the Great Britain.
1: You don't think there was any people that were just guards down there? Or do you think they just let them go and it was just criminals only? What do you mean? You said it's a country full of criminals. It was
0: a country. found. It was where they went to exile these people.
1: But you don't think there was any regular people with the exiled people?
0: Aborigines. (laughs) And then that's how we got Crocodile Dundee. (laughs) All right. What what are you driving at?
1: (laughs) I'm dragging at not everybody that started the country of Australia, other than the Aborigines, were all criminals. Not all of them were criminals.
0: Who else was there?
1: That's my point. There were other people there. Who? Well, probably whoever was in charge of the stockade where they put them down at. What a country. Can you imagine? Can you imagine me and Queen Elizabeth and fucking all that off?
0: Australia?
1: When she took it's over, all, they was everything, controlled everything.
0: Everything is fucking poisonous and, and snakes and spiders and shit. I wouldn't. I, I don't want give Australia either.
1: Too. See the dude get eat up by the shark yesterday there? No. Oof. Bad deal. Yeah, guy was freaking snorkeling or something, and big old great white ate him. Ate him? Yeah. How do you see that? Well, it's all over stuff right now.
0: Oh, he eats an Australian news anchor. I I I, I don't want. I mean, I've got I don't no, want to watch it. So I've got no. Uh, yes, it I does. Got No desire to go to Australia, but all I was saying is, is I didn't think that it would be Canada that would.
1: I would agree the with front lines. I would agree with you on that. This. And I think that, I think our politicians are all scumbags anyways. Yep. And, but they're going to learn from what's happening in Canada. I don't, don't want to. I don't, I hope, well, who knows? I don't think we're going to have to have a convoy. We've already got enough people standing up on stuff. The American people have had enough with our politicians of all parties. I like Ronnie Jackson. I think he's a pretty good dude. I think we got a really good Congress. But he's a first year guy. But anybody right. that's been there very long. You know, I just I think we got a lot of problems. Anytime you got somebody like fucking Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton, it's even a chance to become president. Something's wrong. They've been in the establishment way fucking too long. You know, and should, we just keep recycling these old fuckers all the time. Do
0: you think that that America could handle Clinton Trump in 2024? That fight again?
1: If it's a fair election, it won't even be close. No, I can't no, no, imagine no, 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 no. that they I, would have a. I I can't imagine that the Democrats would actually consider running Hillary Clinton.
0: Well, you know Biden's not going to make it that long. They,
1: there's a poll today I saw out who's more popular, Kamala Harris or Clinton, and it was like a dead fucking heat. Nobody trusts either one of them. I mean, you you would think there would be a bright young John F. Kennedy of the Democratic Party, of whoever it would be, that someone that could relate to America. Because I'm not a Republican. I'm more of a Republican than I am a fucking Democrat, but I'm a conservative, and I like Donald Trump. I don't like the Republican Party at all. Mm -hmm. I don't trust them bastards either. But you would think that the Democrats would have someone that would be appealing to everybody. What about the Republicans? Donald Trump is. Mm. Donald Trump had 72 million votes last time. He's going to be a shoe in if he wants to run. Everybody would vote for him again. All those 72 million people would vote for him again in a heartbeat. They're going to have a hard time cheating to get 81 million votes again. You
0: said this John F. Kennedy fella that, you know, unites everybody. And even F. John F. Kennedy didn't either. I mean, Well, he got shot. Well, no, not that. But if you look at that election, it was really close with Nixon.
1: He probably lost that election and they cheated in Texas. Is how he, is how he won that election. So see that. But, but I'm talking about united their party. I'm not talking about the country. I'm talking about united. I may have said country. I meant united their party. Because Hillary Clinton is not liked. By most of the Democrats now, and they don't trust her now, and the deep state is not you know, the the De- Democratic Party split anyways. You got AOC in them, you got all that fucking bunch, and you got other. And Nancy has tried to cater to them to kind of keep herself in, and now and now she's not catering with them, and now everything that the Democrats have pushed now they're against all of a sudden. And I saw where uh, oh shit, um, Tulsi Gabbard spoke out today against the Democrats. They got they got a lot of problems in, in the she house. She was going
0: to be my person, she, but the, half of the Democratic Party doesn't like her. It's just she, fractured.
1: If she ran against anybody but Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, I might vote for her.
0: Yeah, I well, wouldn't. You, you if just, I had to vote
1: for Tulsi Gabbard or Lindsey Graham, I'd vote for her in a heartbeat.
0: You just worry about when they're going to get that call.
1: Who, whoever,
0: whoever they put up there, like, okay, it's time for you to toe the party line.
1: She's not going to. You, you hope not. She's not going to. Because like, I really like, really like Tulsa. I do, too. And that's why that she didn't do good in that primary, because she didn't buck the county line like gay Mayor Pete. Right. You know, he sold himself out. If he would have stayed in the fucking primaries, he might have been the fucking deal. But they knew he wouldn't. They didn't want him in there. Right. They want to control him. They want to control Kamala. She thinks she's so fucking smart. That dumb bitch has been controlled by day one by them people. Yeah. And they own her. And, um, I don't know. Our politics is as fucked up as their politics are. Um...
0: But it's at a global scale now. Huge. Ten years ago, you could point at different countries and like they're fucked up, they're fucked up, they're fucked up. I'm not gonna name names because you don't piss them off. I don't want to go for five.
1: The whole world is fucked up. But now
0: now. you like you've seen the chink in everybody's armor. Yep. Like it's the places that you thought were among the freest in the world, not at all. No. Far from it. As a matter of fact, now.
1: And it's weird, small town America. Ain't nothing changed for us at all. It's changed, but now it's back to normal for us. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's crazy the the route we're going as a, as a society right now, and it gets worse and worse all the time.
0: But anyway, hopefully this changes some things.
1: Yep. Anyways, God bless y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it very much. Check out all our sponsors. And goodbye.
0: Go check out all of our great sponsors. Check out Gundog Outdoors, Looking Glass Duck Club Podcast, Steak Plains Meats, Stanfield Hunting Outfitters, Lucky Duck, Dirty Duck Coffee, Shin Gear Waders, Civic Calls, Boss Shot Shells, Dive Bomb Industries, and Alpha Outdoors.